Well, I've had a very traumatic morning and I know, I know there are people out there thinking I'm just exaggerating about my traumatic mornings, but in fact it was very traumatic, um, the details of which will be revealed shortly. Welcome to episode 16, that's 1-6, episode 16 of Mr. Burt Pods. No, I have had, I have had a traumatic morning. I got in the post a while back, about a week or so ago, a letter from the NHS stroke Ipsos Mori, the pollsters stroke Imperial College London, saying I'd been chosen randomly. This hasn't gone down well in the household. I'd been chosen randomly in this household um, to have, to take a home induced, I nearly said, a home-induced birth, uh, a home-done, practically, I don't know what I'm trying to say, uh, Covid test, see if I've got um, the virus. So I said yes, and I got the package on Friday, and then uh, the first thing you have to do is register for a career to come and pick up the result. You do this before you do anything else. So I, and, and it says the career is going to come between 8am and 6pm. So I thought, well, I better go for Monday because uh, that's the best day for me. I, don't, I know I'm definitely in all day. So um, I did. And then I realised a bit too late that it says you have to do it before 8 o'clock in the morning on the day the career is coming in case the career comes because they can't wait around for you. Now, I am not at my best at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm just not at my best for about an hour of waking up any day of the week. And I usually wake up about eight, eight thirty. So I'd had to set my alarm for seven forty-five, which I know to some people that's halfway through their working day. Um and I'm not really the most coordinated person in the world when I first wake up. <coughs> Oh, of course, the other thing was, I went to bed with a cough last night. So I'm lying there thinking, well, that's it, I've got COVID. Uh, you know, the day before I get get the, the test, that's going to um, muck everything up. Well, it's not going to muck everything up, but anyway, that's what all the thoughts are going through my head. Um, it was obviously, I'm sure it's psychosomatic. So I got up at quarter to eight. They say it takes five minutes. Well, yes, it does. The actual swabbing bit takes five minutes or less. The faffing around doing the whole rest of the business took me 45 minutes. Thank goodness the career didn't come up eight o'clock. I'd have been nowhere near ready. So first of all, you have to watch, of course, it was my fault for not reading the instructions properly beforehand. First of all, you have to watch a video, which takes about five minutes of this doctor doing it and showing you what you've got to do. So you've got to... Uh, being a clean surfaced area, he's in a kitchen, which is fine, but you need a mirror as well. And he had a little handstand, handstand mirror, cartwheel mirror. Um, he had a little mirror on a stand, which we haven't got in our kitchen or anywhere else in our flat. So I had to do it in the bathroom because there's mirror on the um, cabinet. Well, of course, you know, then where do you put everything? Because the only thing we've got, we've got a wooden cabinet with all God knows what inside it. Um, I clean that down because you have to have a clean surface. And of course, that's wood. So I 
just got a dirty, really dirty wood-stained tissue at the end of that. So I thought, well, I can't put it on there. So then I thought, well, I'll sit on the toilet and not on, I mean, with the lid down. Um, oh, that's the first car that's gone past this whole... It's very quiet at the moment, actually. I think almost since lockdown has ceased being a bit lockdown-y, there's been less people going up and down the road. It's actually quite dull at the moment. Um, anyway, so... Uh, I thought, well, I'll sit on the lid down toilet. And then, of course, you know, then you've got to wash your hands. And then the next thing you have to do is you have to blow your nose. And, you know, the lid of the toilet's going up, down, up, down, up, down. Wash hands, stop in 20 seconds. Wash hands again, 20 seconds. Wash hands again. Oh, there's somebody walking past. Got a lot of bread in that bag. Anyway, um, so there's a about that. And then, of course, I've got, I then bring a kitchen stool in, which I, crash into because the bathroom is not that big you know in danger of knocking everything on the floor so some of the stuff's on the kitchen school by me some of the stuff is on the corner of the bath which is a, not a massively flat area but it's a flat area on which I could clean easily I mean what a kerfuffle honestly so I've watched the video I've um, turned my life upside down to get into position with everything to hand they make it look dead easy on the video they all, um, the first thing also on the video is you have to do something which the written instructions which you also get contradicts. Of course, that threw me into kerfuffle because I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And um, basically, it wasn't too bad. There's just lots of labels you've got to stick on things, and you know, you can't touch, touch the end of the swab, and you have to break the end of the swab off, and, and there's just little plastic bags, and everything drops on the floor. Um, but the main thing is you can't, nothing, nothing, nothing can touch the end of the swab bar where it goes. When he demonstrates on the uh, video swabbing the back of your throat and both nostrils, he doesn't demonstrate the fact that um, your head nearly explodes. It's absolutely horrible feeling, really awful. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not um, life or death horrible, but it's deeply unpleasant and you stick the swab to the back of your throat and it just scratches in a horrible way and then what's even worse is sticking up your nostril because it's got to go about two and a half centimeters up each nostril and that just makes you cough it's horrid so anyway um and it makes your eyes water and of course when your eyes watering you can't see what you're doing and um i don't understand i'm all pro masks but i don't understand why some people have to walk down on their own a road in the open air with a mask fully over their face but he's a youth it does seem to be a bit of a you know it's a bit of a badge of honor it seems to me to mask with the young youngsters um and then you can get on the bus and you know everyone's got them just around their necks so um that youth had a very youth walk very male youth walk um so yes, I managed to do all that. And then you've got this tiny little test tube type thing that you have to put the swab in and then you screw the lid, you snap the end of it off because it's still got a really long stick to make sure your hand doesn't go anywhere near the swab end. So you put it into this little test tube thing and snap the end off and then put the lid on. And of course, I, what I did, because my hand I covered, I was really pleased because usually I'm knocking things off onto the floor, left, right and centre. I managed to not knock anything anywhere, which is quite astonishing. And then, of course, what do I do? I bodge getting the 
swab into the flipping tube bottle thing. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know whether it's going to work or not. Um, but um, yes, it's been a terribly exciting day because we've had that. So I had to wait for the courier who came quite early actually, which was good. Because uh, you then have to put it in the fridge, and, uh, and of course, then you're supposed to wash your hands after you've done all that. And I completely forgot, so I'm fucking <laughs> around, completely forgetting to wash my hands, having washed them about 25 times before I've taken the test. Then you put it in the fridge, you have to store it in the fridge. Um, yeah, so, um, and then we've had a new microwave delivered today. Is about the first thing we've ordered off online for since the towels, those towels I ordered ages ago. Our, in fact, I looked down the side of the, um, I was doing a bit of a clean and I looked down the side of the old microwave and it was just, it's in a corner and you can't, you can't see it and you have to lean over the sink and look round. Absolutely, and there's that woman. Now, you see, she's pedalling by with her child in that trolley thing on the back of her bike. Usually, she's got a big flag thing. Well, it's not a big flag, but a tall flag on the back, so presumably cars can see there's something below, but she hasn't even got that on today. I keep seeing her, she's getting on my nerves actually. I've been running around and walking places and I keep seeing her. Um, so, I have no idea where it was. Yes, the microwave came and I had to, uh, oh yes, I was cleaning down the site. It was absolutely horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. So fortunately I cleaned that um, in time for the new one coming. That was an exciting job. But I did, I've cleaned half the kitchen or third of the kitchen. Uh, the other morning, actually I got up quite early and um, just did some cleaning for some bizarre reason. I've decided to clean a little. The trouble is when I clean, I decide it's going to be a major work of art and I've got to do everything. Uh, and of course, you can't, you know, I just get bored um, and then I don't finish it and then I get cross with myself and then I never do anything else. Um, it's hopeless. So what I thought I'd do, instead of, instead of, you know, deciding to clean everything from top to bottom, I'll just do a bit of cleaning and give myself a small target and then I'll reach that target and then it'll encourage me to do another target another day. Of course, that works really well. It's just all these people have been guilt tripping me because they've been cleaning the flat from top to the houses from top to bottom in lockdown and I've hardly cleaned anything. Um, I mean keep it clean on a day-to-day -day basis but you know there are things that need more than that anyway so um yeah so we've now got a new black microwave that's all very exciting the uh we've got to somehow get to the tip but we're, oh yes that's the other big news is we've booked a holiday um we have booked a holiday on the west coast of wales cardigan near cardigan bay um where the covid um, levels quite high, <laughs> which isn't a great place to go. Um, but um, it's got to be done. I don't desperately need a holiday, but um, someone else does. Really, really does. So we we've hired a car, and we uh, will tootle off to that in August. So there will be a bit of a break uh, for a couple of weeks, Mr. Bet Pods. But I think that's all right. I, I'm surprised at how many people are going away. Actually, that I know. I mean, they're not flying to Spain. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous that, I mean, I, if bringing the, that, what was it, quarantine in about three minutes to midnight, I mean, really, I, there were some people I felt really sorry for. There was a nurse that I was listening to on the radio who'd, um, 
book their holiday in Spain before all this and then it had been cancelled and then the travel company said they could go and you know these people are exhausted they need to go away and she was think yeah she was seeing family and you know they couldn't go in the end and, and you know so um yeah um I've lost my train of thought so microwaves came here so yeah so then then I having got up early I went into yoga having stuck this wobble up my nose and down my throat um, and I had the brilliant brainwave of turning my camera off um, because my, all I can see on the camera is my head you know bobbing up and down and a toe waving past the camera every now and then and oh who's that oh, that's a new car oh no it's that funny couple I don't know where they live. They all get up, usually get out of the car, have a row, and then disappear off. And they don't live in our road. And it really annoys me when people park their cars. They don't live in our road. Oh, there's a bit of a kerfuffle going on. Um, so, yeah, so I turned my camera off. But then psychologically, I'm then aware that the yoga tutor can't see me. And so if they, I can't be seen, do I, do, do I not try as hard? I don't know, or was I just tired? Um, but I needed about two thirds of the class. If I had to get into a flaming downward dog once, I just couldn't do the downward. I can't do the downward dog at the best of time. I find them really, really difficult. Everyone else seems to be able to do downward dogs like breathing. I can't do them. They hurt my wrist. I've got thin wrists and they just hurt. I can't. I'm usually collapsing in a heap. I he did so many downward dogs this morning or maybe he didn't maybe it just felt like he did and I just ended up sitting on the sofa which is pathetic because I never do that in a yoga class so I don't know whether that was because I just turned off the um, the camera but after that I went for a run with Mr and Mrs Wilson and that was our longest run yet it was three lots of five minutes sounds pathetic that doesn't it but it was a big thing um, and I managed that fine yeah, look at them faffing around in that car they go, and you see, he he always gets out, disappears, and then comes back again. And I don't know what he's doing around the corner. They they has to leave the car and come back. Um, and now he's got back in the car. Oh, the lights are going. Oh, he's off again. Oh, an exciting journey, trip, visit. No. Oh. Indicating right, then turns left. You know, oh, can't bear it. Bye. Um, there are lots of idiots on the road. Um, yeah, so yoga was a bit stressful. Running was less stressful. And, um, oh yes, trainers, got some trainers. Yes, I had to go off to um, a sports shop. don't think I've ever been in a sports shop in my life other than when I bought my last pair of trainers about 50 years ago. Uh, they were so old, the sole was falling off them. Um, so I walked up, we've got a big sports depot thing near us uh, in a sort of trade, uh, trading centre, what do you call it, industrial trading centre thing. Anyway, it's walkable too from where I live. And the place is like that. I mean, the place is just enormous. And I was, there was absolutely no one to be seen anywhere to uh, serve me. I'd done a lot of research on which pair of uh, 
trainers I wanted. Like, they were affordable. Of course, needless stone didn't have them. But actually, the man was very sweet and said, no, we don't have those that you want, but we've got these. They're also gel. I don't know what you call that, gel. Uh, and he said, oh, and I said, oh, what about these? Because they were cheaper. And he said, oh, those are foam, but the gel ones are better. So I said, well, can I try the foam ones on? Uh, not wanting to say it's because they're cheaper. Um, and then oh, and then I said, oh, well, I'll try the gel ones on just in case. The gel ones are so comfortable. They really, really are. Uh, and I also noticed, although they were more money than I intended to spend, there was 50 quid off. So I got some similar, it's a similar, it's the same make. Um, uh, but he was lovely because the first thing I said to him, because I couldn't pronounce the name, the make, and that they weren't Adidas. I couldn't uh, pronounce the make of the trainer. It was Asics or Asics. And um, he just laughed and said, no, I have no idea how you say it either. So that put me at my ease for a start because I felt such a novice going and buying a pair of trainers. Never do anything like this. I've never had a pair of trainers in my life. Um, apart from those ones I bought 50 years ago, which I just used at the gym. So, um, yeah, and it was really nice. And then he said, uh, I said, oh, well, I'll take the gel ones. And he said, yeah, I always tell everybody to take the gel. But everyone always has to try the foam ones on first and then they always end up buying the gel. It was quite funny the way he said it. He had a bit of a laugh. It's quite difficult laughing with a mask on. I tell you, I do like a mask, though. I know people don't like them, but I do like them. Because, A, I can yawn without having to put my hand over my mouth. B, I can... I bite the inside of my mouth cheek a lot, and it makes me look as if I'm having a stroke. So, B, I can do that, and no one can see my ridiculous facial expressions. And C... When somebody gets in my way in the supermarket, usually, I can stick my tongue out at them and they don't know. So actually, I find masks very useful. I find them quite comforting, actually. I think it's when it gets hot, they're really annoying. But when they're um, not hot, when it's not hot, they're quite nice. I had a big trip out on Saturday to meet uh, my friend who always gets mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> and went on the bus and that was all all right. I was quite quiet, I felt quite safe. Um, I met her at London Bridge and we walked in the rain. <laughs> Bizarre thing to do, walking in the rain, but I, we didn't really want to go in anywhere and sit down, so we just walked. It didn't pour down, but it was raining most of the time. Walked for a couple of hours, and that was very pleasant. We walked down the South Bank over the Embankment Bridge and then up Strand and back into Fleet Street and what have you, into the city and back, to London, back over the river to London Bridge. So that was all very nice. Which bridge did we cross? can't remember. What's that bridge near London Bridge that's not called London? Oh, maybe it is London Bridge. I'm talking absolute twaddle. Um, so that was nice. We had a good old chat, two-hour long chat. In fact, though, our relationship is based on drinking tea together, so we did actually crack and have a cup of tea. <laughs> well, I had hot chocolate. She had a tea um, in a takeaway place. <laughs> Just couldn't get, through, couldn't get through a meeting without a cup of tea, even if it was walking along the street in the rain. So that was lovely. That was really, really nice. Uh, we've got episode three out, if you haven't heard it, of um, Nothing to See Here. A very traumatic one. And uh, it is a bit of a turning point, because I think in episode three we find our feet. Um, or rather, somebody kicks my feet from under my body. Um, so, yes. So the I bought some training. I think I've covered everything. I've literally seen no one going on down. I think this is going to have to come off Neighbourhood Watch because it's getting pretty in the past. Mr. Burt Pods, I've not seen hardly anybody. Oh, they did see the people over the road. Oh, yeah. 
it's bin day. I mean, why there is always such a drama about putting their bins out. They pull the great big gate that I'm always going on about, not quite wide enough that by the time they get the bin out, it's because it swings shut, it hits them in their bag. They do it every time. And then they wheel the bins. They're usually both of them. It was only him today. They're usually having an argument of doing it. They then wheel the bins about four miles away down our road because it's the side gate into their house. They're actually not on our road. Their front door is on another road. So their bins should be on the, the road. I don't know why they're on our road. Uh, not, that I, not that I'm resentful in any way of this fact. They then wheel their bins and plant them about four miles away from the side gate over the neighbour's back. Yeah, he often comes back when I'm in the middle of my podcast. He came back last week. I wonder where he's been. Just find out. And um, he's going to get very suspicious when he sees me back in the window rocking and talking when he gets out of his car. And um, then then he goes and stands up the neighbours and man over the road. Then he stands examination, examining the fence. You know, as if there's something wrong with it. Well, of course there's something wrong with it. The whole thing is just falling to pieces. Um, it's just absolutely useless. I'm, I'm surprised if we have a storm. I wouldn't be surprised if we have a storm. The whole thing will just blow down. Oh, there, next door neighbour goes. Oh, he hasn't been shopping because he usually goes into the boot at that point and brings out lots of uh, bags of shopping. Yeah, it's a bit dull. It's a very, very dull day today. Um, so there we are. I think I'll leave it at that. Um, the hippie family down the road tried to get a mention by saying that uh, when uh, she came to leave me the eggs in the pouring rain and started waving at me, trying to get attention, uh, it wasn't raining when they left the house. I've never heard so much rubbish in my life. She only lives about 30 seconds, if that, away from my flat. So how she can start walking and it's not raining and 30 seconds later get to my house and it is absolutely torrential pouring. Um, it's just complete nonsense. It's just pure attention-seeking. Oh, I forgot the kittens. I've got so caught up in my trainers and my um, swabbing, I forgot the kittens. And I'll tell you about those next week. It's not that exciting, really. Um, I actually threw caution to the wind today and put a light jumper on because it is a little bit chilly. But apparently it's going to be 29 on Friday, so um, I don't know what's going on. Um, oh, someone's putting their bottles out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Um, <clears throat> thank you for listening. And <clears throat> try that again. Thank you for listening. And um, I'll be back next week.